0: And welcome into Heavy Hitters and here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K.O.R. Kutztown, Jack. I'm Mitchell Smedley. We're back. We were off of the Monday show. An uh, obstacle came up on my schedule, unfortunately. Never like to miss a show, but something came up. Mitch, so glad to be here with you, as always, on this Wednesday evening. Just one show this week. But, hey, better one than zero, right? I agree. It means we have a lot. I'm sorry, I just hit your laptop. You did. I'm so sorry. Uh, it You're means good. we got a lot to cover in this one show. We got recaps, previews, the whole nine yards. Why do they say that? By the way, you need ten yards. Um, don't know. I don't know. It is just like one team coming up just a just a little bit short uh, this weekend. We'll talk about it. But yeah, Philly, good. Jack got the Eagles hat, Eagles sweatshirt Boom. in full bloom. You know, just like me. I'm in full bloom right now. I don't really know what that means. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that mean? I just I feel like I'm in full bloom right now, and I'm ready to go, ready to get this show uh, on the road. Here, get this shebang on the road. We do have quite a bit to talk about, though. So, yeah, we do. Um, let's get right into it. MLB first. Let's knock that off the docket. Um, knock it some out minor of the park. updates. Yeah, but you could say that. I did say that. Some minor updates, uh, especially in the managerial side of things. Uh, five new hires have been made. So we will go over all of them, give our thoughts, what we think of the fit with the manager with their new teams. Um, Let's start with the first of the hires to kick it off, and that was Stephen Vogt, formerly retired catcher, is the new manager of the Cleveland Guardians. Any thoughts there, Mitch? No, so my general rule of thumb, I really don't think managers have that much to do um, with a team, and I think it changes so much year to year, it's hard for me to get a fit Until I actually watch them manage, uh, especially guys that haven't managed before. Um, I'm not big on managers in baseball. I don't think it makes a whole hell of a difference. Well, okay. I think in some cases you're right. And I think the more analytical organizations are definitely, I think, favoring your argument because it's almost like a playbook type of deal. Yeah. They have it kind of down to a science, like, okay, we're going to have this pitcher come in, face these certain batters, get him out of the game, bring this guy in. I get that side of things, but I think with a more non-analytical organization, it's a lot of more managerial feel. And I think even some of those other organizations who are more on the analytical side, you know, even the, in the most recent champions, look at the Rangers with Bruce Bochy. I mean, he's a guy who he's been around the game for a while. He's an older manager. I don't think he's being, you know, told what to do from the front office down. I think he's making his own decisions, um, and and his ideologies are in conjunction with what the front office believes. And I think that's especially that rings true for the last two champions with the more experience Even the Braves in 2021, Brian Snicker. Um, You look at a lot of the recent champions, a lot of older managers who are kind of, you know, have a better feel of things um, and not always tending to the script, I think. Yeah, I just, unless there's something egregiously like uh, clashing mentalities with a team that hires them, or something that really seems like a good fit, uh, you know. Unless it's at one end of the the spectrum, I really have no strong opinion until I see it in the flesh. Uh, and I see really about half a season of baseball unfold with these guys at the helm. So that's my general rule of thumb. But I, I like this move. I like vote to Cleveland. Uh, makes me feel a little old, honestly, uh, because <laughs> I was watching Stephen vote play. He bounced around Brewers, A's. Um, he he made his way around the league, but. Uh, to see him now become a manager, I think it's a good fit. I think you know a lot of the stuff that was talked about him when he was in the league as a player. Great clubhouse guy. Um, you know, wasn't obviously the the greatest player, but he had a long double digit year MLB career. That's impressive to be in the league that long. That means you're doing something right. And uh, I think this is a guy who's going to be able to you know relate to the players a lot because he was just very recently a player, so he understands the struggles of going through the routine every day. I think this is a good hire for Cleveland. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You know uh, what player I've grown up watching that I would love to see a manager, see be a manager one day? Who? Joey Votto. Yes, dude. Joey Votto would be awesome. <laughs> I, I just think that would be so to see him manage the Reds to like a championship would be that would, amazing. That would warm my heart. That, that would, would be so great cool. for baseball. And I hate Joey Votto, by the way. Let me let me make that clear. I dislike Joey Votto. He's a but I, I love of his player, personality, though. dude. But he's yeah. he's crushed the Phillies here and there. So he's just a good. He's a darn good player. He's a real good baseball player, man. But anyway, so just kind of you talking about um players that we grew up watching that's what sparked that um that thought but yeah i'm excited to see what uh what steven can do there oh i'm so sorry buddy
1: you did.
0: i'm book blocking honestly i should have grabbed before it's kind of on me true so. your fault thanks for taking that one buddy yeah no problem <laughs> um i don't have to read it yet i just want to get myself a little bit prepared here nice so. uh by the way didn't mention it at the top of the show but now as we get into our our topics here 610-683-4058 if you want to get in on the discussion If you think I'm an imbecile for not thinking managers have much of an effect on on baseball teams, I know one specific caller named John from Schnecksville always seems to have a problem with the things I say, and that's okay. That's okay because I'm proven right time and time again. Um, Moving on, (laughs) the Mets got a a new hire. They did. We'll talk about him coming up. Uh, I want to go to some other veteran hires first. Bob Melvin of San Francisco, I think this is another managerial hire that has the, the... Didn't we talk about this one? Signs of good feet. I mean, loosely, but... Okay. I I, don't, I, don't, I like I don't know this move, did. by the yeah, way. Yeah, he said, you know, what was interesting to me, he said he always wanted to be the manager of the Giants, and as a manager of the A's, the rival, you know, with the Bay Area rivalry um, and all that that entails, seeing that he said in his opening presser that he, even when he was managing from the opposing Douglas he always wanted to manage the Giants, I like that. I think it shows some strong ties to the organization, I think the Giants are an organization where they, you know, shown very recently they can be very good. It's it's a city that cares about baseball. Um and I think Melvin's a good hire for them. Yeah, I agree. He's been around the Bay Area. He's been in division. Um he has a good feel for that uh style of play out there. And uh he's seen these players, most of these players um for a few years now. So, I think it's an interesting fit, a familiar fit and I think it'll I think it'll work out pretty well. Um so long, Gabe Kapler. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see if he ends up anywhere as like a bench coach. He or shouldn't, He's an imbecile. But I like the stimulation of it. <laughs> it's <like> my favorite <laughs> Gabe Kapler quote. <laughs> have I quoted that to you, Jack? Uh, you have, yes. Yeah, I, I, like the, I like the stimulation of it. <laughs> Get him out of here. He's so weird. Anyways, you going to read that? Sure. Uh, Off on the KOR Community Calendar on Tuesday, November 14th at Old Main 464 from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Take a s'mores break as anthropology and sociology professors at the S'mores and Professors event. Hope to see you there. This message of community interest brought to you by the radio voice of Standing University. K-U-R. You a s'mores right. guy, buddy? Um, Yes. Yeah. Timely. It's not like a, a routine thing that I'll indulge in, but... Yeah. It's like an occasional thing. It has to be like the right time. It has to be like yeah. the right summer night. I agree. i got to be with the right friends, and i got to like be in one of my it's moves all, where I want to fit in. It's all setting. In, you know? it's all it is all setting. Because the the taste of s'mores isn't that good, and, and Sid is chiming in. Sid, 610-683-4058. Um, <laughs> she's sitting over in the lobby. You could just come over here if you have something to say. It's an important topic. Well, it is, you know, because they're not that good. Like the taste of a s'more. No, isn't no. That good. If it's made re- like really well. No, I'm good. not a I'm not a marshmallow guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes not sense. Not a for marshmallow you. guy. That makes sense. But for you, like yeah. the graham crackers, Oh, I I will eat graham crackers until my face falls off, dude. Until your face falls off. Oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> graham crackers are like the Cesar Hernandez of snacks. Uh, is that's not good? Yes, it is. It's like. Cesar Hernandez was not good. I enjoyed him. I thought he was good. I mean, he had a couple good years, but it was not like he was that good. He reminds me of my childhood. Incredible player. (laughs) Whenever whenever I hear Cesar Hernandez, I think of like the 2016 Phillies. Exactly. And that's what I grew up on. Pure disappointment. That's awful. Anyway, (laughs) let's keep moving on here. Uh, We mentioned vote to Cleveland, Melvin to San Fran. Um, Let's go with the most recent one, and this broke just minutes ago. Oh, did it? Um, That the Los Angeles Angels have changed the direction of their franchise um, with a managerial hire. They're bringing in a guy who is with a team that was very successful in the NL East. In fact, in the same division, this same guy led a team who just won the World Series to -to back-to-back World Champion. Oh, not back-to-back World Championships, but back-to-back World Series appearances. Let's give it up for Mr. Ron Washington, the new manager of the Los Angeles Angels yeah I, I like it. He's a good manager, like I said i'm you know unless I really see something interesting. really no uh immediate comments i'll I'll of course have things to break down as as things go on. nothing no manager is going to change the pitifulness of the Los Angeles Angels angelus. I don't know why I just said that <laughs> no, it was funny it's The okay. Los Angeles angels uh <laughs> nah this this franchise is poverty. it is terrible. Whoa. It's terrible. It's You're not wrong. It's, no disrespect whatsoever, but that franchise is a bona fide scrub. They can't play. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Washington will be able to do there. Maybe he can turn it around. Otani's not going to be coming back. Nope. There's a trap request to trade. Um, Interesting spot for Washington to go. I think there's better situations. I think he would have been great with Houston, personally. Could have been cool. With Baker retiring and bringing, you know, not skipping a beat with a veteran manager. But Astros, again, they're still without a manager. I think they're taking this process slower than some would have thought. Um, let's he a just dirty bread makers out of there now. So let's break the ice Dusty here Baker. <laughs> with uh, with with the Cubs' bombshell hiring. A bomb. Craig Council goes is, from the rival Brewers, yeah, to the Chicago Cubs. He's going to Wrigleyville, um, as it says on their City Connect jerseys. Um, highest paid manager ever. Upwards of $40 million on his contract that total. That
1: is unbelievable. That's
0: unreal. That's not Setting right. a new bar for managerial pay. That's what Council was looking for. I think this is the best of both worlds for Craig. He wanted to stay closer to the Milwaukee area. Uh, he goes just, I believe, 90 miles south of Chicago, um, which is only you an know, hour and a half. South of Chicago or south to south Chicago? South to Chicago, <laughs> I'm sorry. South to Chicago, not crazy far from the Milwaukee area. Brewers fans are up in arms, rightfully so. They are very, very ticked off. So very ticked off, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> um so I mean and, and rightfully so. But look, council, a lot of pressure on him there. Highest paid manager. The expectations are gonna be in a high now with the Cubs. We'll see what he's gonna be able to do there over the course of his five years with the Cubs. And finally, oh boy. L- let's wrap it up. I know you got some feelings about this one, but Carlos Mendoza. The Yankee bench coach has been hired as the New York Mets' next manager. All the rumblings were counsel was coming to New York with the familiarity with David Stearns. Not to be. Clearly, you could tell that he didn't want New York. And the Mets, you know, the reports coming out, they weren't willing to give counsel that record-setting deal. So, you know what? I think this is under the set of circumstances. I think it's the right call to not go counsel. Um, I would have loved to see him with his track record of, of consistently making the playoffs and, and all the other things that he did with Milwaukee to come to New York. But it, I don't think it was the right, right fit in terms of, you know, what he wanted as a contract. that's a lot, I mean, that's a lot of money. And well, especially in a market like New York, the pressure's only going to be even more higher than it is in Chicago to succeed right away. If there's any, if there's any band of guys in the MLB that could have used some counseling, it's the Mets. I, I guess that's fair. They're a mess. They're not going to be solved by a manager. Uh, they're going to be solved by development of prospects. And Stearns is the right guy to bring in for that. Yeah. So. So. Um... How do you feel about the Mendoza move? Uh, at first, I was <laughs> unhappy. Okay, I, I raw, could tell raw emotions. When I when I saw the news, I was a little unhappy that we went with a guy who has no managerial experience. Um, but I, I I took the big picture. I got the that's the thing with me. I, I'm very emotional about my sports teams, but I'm able to like get the emotion out of the way early and then step back and take the logistical side of view, and that's what happened. Like that's why I didn't. That's why I was unhappy when I walked in here on Monday um, after my one PM class, and I and I saw the news, and I was talking with my Dad at the time about it, and I was I was just unhappy. I was like, "Man, really? You know, we fired Buck Show Walter Buck Show Walter, Buck Show Walter. Yeah, I was so excited. I said it like in a rhythm. Buck Show Walter, <laughs> we fired him. brought in Carlos Mendoza. Um, we're all, we're both saying words weird today. I know Los Angeles. But, yeah. Um, anyway, fired Show Walter. Now we bring him Mendoza. Weird dynamic there. But you know what? I'm going to put my trust in Stearns that he makes the right decision, that he's that he knows what he's doing, and that his baseball sense and IQ is, is up to snuff. I'm going to choose to trust him. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes with with Mendoza. I think it's not going to be... I think it might take some time because this team doesn't have the roster of a team that's ready to compete at this moment in time. We're going to have to make a lot of moves, especially on the pitching front. Um, so I'm interested to see what Mendoza is going to be able to do going into next year. Um, you, know, you see what kind of managerial style he has I mean again, guy no experience uh, bench coach with the Yankees for a couple years a lot of people gushed over him Brian Cashman in fact said I was surprised it took him this long to get a managerial job that's yeah, always something you want to hear from from your ex-boss so to me, look uh, I want to be optimistic here uh, and I, I'm just you know interested to see what Mendoza is going to be able to do um, looking at it logistically he's not happy at first but I'm going to take the wait and see approach Jack's come around on Mendoza, um, good on the Mets for um, taking a page out of the Phillies' book, jumping on that hiring a Yankees bench coach as your manager uh, bandwagon there. So I mean, look, a lot, lot of guys who were first-time managers, you know, at their stops have won World Series, in, in recent years, not Dusty Baker or it's Bruce true. Bochy, but you know, you look at Brian Snicker, he was a first-time manager when he got hired by the Braves, won a World Series there. Um, Dave Roberts with the Dodgers as. Um, you know you, you keep looking back at Alex Cora with the Red Sox David Martinez with the Nationals there is a trend there recently so we'll see if Mendoza is going to be able to do the, have the same effect I'm not, I'm not saying right away but I think it could possibly happen with the right set of players here of course and we're going to hear from our first caller of the day phone lines are open we got John from Schnexville on the line he's got some thoughts about managers as he put it
1: oh let's see if I can keep my thoughts in unison uh, Mitch and Jack so here's the thing Buck Showalter was removed for one reason and one reason only. Council was a puppet for Stearns in Milwaukee. I'm really thrilled we didn't get Craig Council. Um, I've had some conversations with Jack uh, offline, and he could tell you that that's exactly the way I felt. Council, although has had, been a winning manager to me, is the Marty, Sch- Marty Schottenheimer of baseball. Guy gets to the playoffs a ton, made one NLCS in his time, at in Milwaukee and you want to be the highest paid manager, sorry dude, you generally have to earn that. Um, you know, that to me, you want to be the highest manager paid, you'd be somebody like Bruce Bochi, who's won four World Series now. So it's like you you managers make a difference, Mitch. I'm not gonna get into that argument with you. Uh, you can see what the Rangers have done with other managers and very good baseball teams. Bruce Bochi arrives, the team was just different. Period, hard stop. It could be culture, it could be the way he does things, it could be his moves I don't know. The one thing I'll say about Mendoza, Jack, is he does have managerial experience. It's just not at the major league level. Team he's a well. coach at the major league level, but he had plenty of managerial experience at the minor league level. So I agree. Let's take a wait-and-see approach. I promise you he's probably going to be a puppet for Stearns. Stearns will be pulling the strings from up top. I want you to bat this guy here. Do this. Do that. That's the new way of baseball. And that's why people like Dusty Baker and Buck Show Walters of the world are kind of – Falling to the wayside. Have a great show, guys. Look forward to hearing your thoughts. And, uh, Mitch, just for you, let's go Mets. Take care.
0: <laughs> John, we appreciate the call as always.
1: Just for me?
0: I'm You know, I'm a uh, little less than honored there. Um, I don't know. Could have given me a how about them Cowboys, John? <laughs> also, Mendoza served as the bench coach for Team Venezuela in the 2023 uh, World Baseball Classic. Yep. So. I will say one thing I agree with John on. Playoffs... Managers make a hell of a difference. That's when the the decisions are so amplified and everything. I, I ranted at length about the decision to keep Johan Rojas in the batting order, costing the Phillies, um, putting Craig Kimbrell in. You know, I think over the course of one sixty-two, teams gonna even out pretty much where they would have been with a different manager. Ah, Playoffs, no, though, I do. I, I, I will stand by that. Playoffs, managers are important. And his his thought on on council's lack of success in the playoffs. Very valid. Very valid. So I think we're discount look. We're discounting the fact that council managed a small market team. That's all I say. That's all I'll say. It's possible. With more money behind him, you know, who knows? Well, see, I'm not guaranteeing that's going to be successful, but it gives him a better opportunity. That's all I'm saying. He brought and the... if he doesn't step up and win with the Cubs with some more financials behind him, then the guy was just never meant to yep. be able to succeed in the playoffs. He wasn't and, built for it. And, hey, the Brewers I, I had a good, a good floor, bad. too, you know? They had a good floor making yeah, the playoffs. They were consist- bad. They were a consistent playoff team. They just yeah. never had the roster to get over the hump and get to the World Series, realistically. Right. We've got to take a break, though. On the other side, we'll dip into uh, probably some NFL talk. If I'm not mistaken, and uh, definitely college football as well, NHL. The whole works right here on Heavy Hitters, Radio Voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Back in Heavy Hitters. Thought I turned your mic on. Well, I clicked it. I, I clicked gave it. You two chances. <laughs> We're I back on Heavy Hitters. On radio Voice of Kutztown. University K U am Mitchell Smedley That's Jack Heim And that brought back Some memories that The show regulars thing. Have got to be like So confused <laughs> yeah. right now With a musical mashup That we're doing <laughs> Yeah dude We got some new Top of the hour music For ourselves Oh my goodness do, We're going to be do, Sprinkling do, do, in uh, do, do, that do. music Occasionally I think we got, I don't think That could be the routine No music. it can't be It, it can't has be to be fresh The 20 minute mark Every, every week It has to be something rare no, Like I'm, once I, a week The Home Depot one too Oh yeah. Like ah. like we we like, you know, problem that can get redone quickly. It could. What we could do is just change it up every week. Yeah. See like the thing is like that music right there, you know like that's like the start of something. Like oh, it's yeah. epic. It I hits. think what we could also do is use the music that was on my new weather forecast next week. I think that'd be fun. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the news one. That is not Sorry, that's the news. Every time I hear a news, like a like a weather thing or like the news thing, like that's the music I think of. I don't know why. But um yeah, we will keep the music fresh for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're a music show at heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny. So we talked MLB hires. Um I think next week we can get into a little bit of uh how we think the free agent market's gonna shake out. Uh hearing rumblings, the Phillies might be making a move for Sonny Gray. Oh, you can have him. Yeah. Pitching, yeah. pitching in big markets markets is definitely Sonny Gray's strong suit. There's a thought to get rid of uh, Walker, trade Walker, and his awful contract away. I really don't think it. I mean, look, it's not I don't strange. think Walker's that bad, man. No, like, the thing is, the people who are saying that contract is terrible are probably the people who align with saying, yeah, it was a good move to not pitch him in the postseason. I don't know. It's a weird philosophy from an organization to pay a guy that much money. I know he's your four starter, but, like, to not see the mound once in the playoffs for a guy who's getting eighteen million per season, I just think Wild. he's not one of the best uh, one of the best starters on this team, and that's that's why that happened. So yeah, I guess he was behind Wheeler, Nolan, Ranger. I mean, that's, that's just still, what that's what the it risk is. you take, though. You roll the dice. Who did the Phils start? Did they start Christopher Sanchez game in one four game? in Arizona? Yeah, yeah, that's a spot I thought Walker should have gotten the baseball. See, I would have been in favor of starting Taiwan. Breaking news. Oh, really. Breaking news, and I called it. What did I say? I told you this would happen. Dave Dombrowski's just informed Reese Hoskins of his decision that Bryce Harper will exclusively play mm. first base going forward. Ah, uh, bye, bye, Reese. That one hurts. I knew that was happening. Yeah, I knew there was no way Bryce. Harper The writing going back was on the outfield. wall. He didn't get a uh, an offer extended. Oh man, I'd love to see the Mets bring him as a DH, but there's no way he'd do that. Please, no.
1: No. Oh, that would be
0: so awesome! I would D cry H on Hoskins. Air. No, oh my goodness! Wow, hello. So we that watched would be some power infusing the line. Reese Hoskins' is last at bat as a Philly, and was it came last in year. 2022. Yeah, it was not even this season. Wow, so unbelievable! Best of luck, Reese. Wherever you end up signing. Oh man, dude! All I'm of the, the luck. I'm calling the Cubs. I would. Uh, I would love to see him on the Cubs. Actually, that'd be really cool. Um. Oh, man, that hurts. You know I love me some Reese Hoskins, Jim. Oh, I know. He was the piece missing this year. I think we could all agree on that. No. Yes, he was. That bullpen, I think. Wasn't that though. bad. It was not that bad. In the postseason, you had to manage it very strangely, I think, towards the end. The only real mistake was the Craig Kimbrell thing. And the even run, still, like, they lost that game by one run each time. Each time Craig blew it, lost the game by one. Reese Hoskins, I think, could win you one of those games, and that wins a series and puts you in the World it's Series. It's also a counterfactual. You're ar- you're arguing literally a counterfa- counterfactual. What? Like, there's nobody you could prove that to be. No, I true. know, absolutely not. There's not. But I, it looked to me like the the Phillies were a bat short. So, a- as I usual. think they were an arm short in the bullpen. Uh, but I think the bat would have overcome that. I think if you have a better someone who's not Craig Campbell to pitch in Game Four, you don't lose. Agreed. So, agreed. Like, that, like that's the problem. That was the problem to me. But you, didn't I, have I, enough, the, you didn't have enough quality bullpen options. Where you They scored one to run in game three. They scored, uh, what was it, like, oh, oh, no, game four they scored five. That, that was fine. That no, was it was 6-5. Yeah, that was all on Kimbrel. Um, yeah, dude. That was, I mean, but that game kinda, three, that you the score one, and then game seven you scored two runs? Come on. All right. Yeah, we, we're not going down this hole again. Yeah, but Reese Hoskins is, oh, that hurts, man. So, Here's my problem with the Phillies. Mitchell to his Hoskins jersey. We tried burning it. Stop. Stop. No, that's disrespectful. That is. Sorry, that popped into my head. Blasphemy. Um, Now we just decided to give it all away. (laughs) And burying it. Um, Here's the problem with the Phillies. I will not stand for a weak, batted center fielder coming back to this team. You watched how it dismantles a lineup. I'm not watching Johan Rojas. I'm not watching Christian Pache next year. Oh, but I think you are. I need a bat obtained in the offseason. I don't care what that means, whether it's a DH or a center fielder. I, I, would, I don't care if Kyle Schwarber's in left field. I literally do not care. Put, put Brandon Marsh at center and Get like an average left fielder. I don't care. Make Schwarber DH. Get me a bat this offseason. I'm so tired of watching these imbeciles. And also, you need another bat purely for depth because your top bench piece is what? Edmundo Sosa? These you know what don't love Sosa. All right. so We're going to step aside for traffic. uh, 30-minute. 30-minute? Well, that would be a long, long break. That's a long. Uh, There's a lot of backups out there. (laughs) Yeah. That's how long you're sitting in the traffic. We'll (laughs) step aside for 30 seconds, and we will be back momentarily on Heavy Hitters.
2: No accidents in the Lehigh Valley on 22 or 78, Berks County on 222 or 422, Schuylkill County on 209 or 309, Carbon County on 248 or 443 or on the Turnpike. The 69 News Traffic Center tip line is 610-820-1111. That's the latest from the 69 News Traffic Center.
0: Heavy hitters live on this Wednesday evening. Yo. Yo. I just got uh, a <laughs> yo. Well, you know. Okay, okay. Keyword though, left fielder on your update, not so, center fielder. Yeah, I know. Well, I was originally thinking center fielder. but what you heard at the end there was, I said, get an average left fielder. And I guess put you're Brandon Marsh, Marsh back the center. Yeah, yeah, which I'm totally fine. People forget that Brandon Marsh is actually a good outfielder. Like he's not 99th percentile, like Rojas, but he's like 95. He, percent He's really a good center fielder. Phillies will be. Hopefully, in the market for a left fielder. One of my top Philly sources. Said oh, the that Mets. They are. Sorry to cut you off. You go first. No. Okay. Uh, so the Phillies look for them to get a left fielder and some bullpen help this uh, this off season. What do you want? Uh, two things. <laughs> um, a guy who covers the Mets uh, talked about Mendoza. Uh, talked to a Yankees employee. Said he's well-respected amongst players and coaches across the Yankees organization. Really good feel for the game. Will blend in game management and analytics. Most importantly, he knows how to manage a clubhouse and will develop a winning culture. Wasn't that like everything said about Buck Showalter? Yeah, he did that the first year. Second year, kind of, well, I think there were some external factors that was not in Buck's control. That, uh, that uh, you know, factored into that, which was uh, the roster wasn't as good. True story. Um, and you said you had another point. Oh, and Joey Core Joey Core is leaving the Mets. Uh, the third base coach. He's joining the uh, Tigers coaching staff. Interesting. So, well, all right. Uh, an article was uh, put out. Today. I, if you can call it an article. Switching top topics. Topics. Uh, we're switching topics completely here. <laughs> the NFL Jack put out their their official power rankings, and it's laughable. It is absolutely laughable. Do you have it pulled up? Like The um, full list because I have the NFL.com ones pulled up. Yeah, the NFL.com. All right, we'll go 32 to 1. Um. Oh, all the way. Okay. I mean, some of these we're not even going to talk I was, about. All I, I was, what is wrong with me? I was eyeballing. <laughs> uh, I was eyeballing top 10. I right? mean, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I'll mention, yeah, run through order. the bottom like 15 real yeah. quick. Cardinals 32, not debatable. Panthers 31, agreed. Giants 30. I don't think any of these are refutable. So yeah, far. just run through the team names: New England twenty nine, Bears twenty eight, Rams twenty seven, down six spots. That's that shocks me. Um, I feel like they're, they're like a 19 not that good of a team. I I think they're better than a lot of these teams that are down there. Commanders twenty six, Raiders twenty five, Broncos twenty four, Packers twenty three, Titans twenty two, Bucks twenty one, Falcons twenty, Colts nineteen, hmm. Jets eighteen. No. Vikings 17. Okay, we'll just do top 15 then. Yeah. Chargers 16, and let's start with 15. The Houston Texans Ooh. at 4 and 4. Their big time week. CJ Stroud with a master class performance. Most yards in a game by any rookie quarterback ever. 470, five touchdowns. Was a member of my fantasy football team in my starting lineup. CJ Stroud, I commend your performance with some golf claps that you can maybe hear audibly on the mic. Here's my problem with the Texans, though. You see the other side of the scoreboard? They gave up 37 points. They did. This is not— But you know what? They won the football game. I, right, but um, who was it against? Tampa. Exactly. And what was Tampa ranked? Mm, 21, 22? 21, I think. Something like that. Yeah, um, 21. Boom. Right, you know, I'm I'm seeing a lot of Texans well, play Well, that out goes team. back to my point they're, that there's a lot of mid-teams in the NFL. They're giving up so many points, though. So, I don't well, know. Well, it's the Texans team that, that does not even need to have a fully close to put all together this year. I know. It's no, I'm just saying. Get I don't seven, think eight this eight team wins. is. I don't think this team is making noise in the playoffs at all. I, I, CJ no, Stroud is not is, going to do this, this every team week. Is miles ahead of where they were expected to be. Miles, but the power rankings aren't about where they were expected to be. No, but I I think it's a reasonable ranking to put them at 15. I do. Fine. I think their offense is good enough. I'm Stroud, not going to die on this hill, but Stroud is. One of the best young QBs in the game. Read me the teams below them. The the I'll read you I'll read them. Chargers okay. sixteen, who's seventeen? Minnesota seventeen. Minnesota's better than the Texans. No. Yes, they are. Verifiably better than the they've won like five in a row. One's five and four, one's four and four. Or they've won like four in a row. You I, I just I, I think the Texans are a more complete team. Oh, thank you. To the Texans. Not Texans. No, the Vikings are a more I, complete team. I thank you team. for agreeing with me, <laughs> I'm Mitch. Sorry. I'm off my game today. So Vikings, more complete team. Joshua Dobbs is actually okay. Dobbs is okay. I'm not going to dispute that, but I think C.J. Stroud has elite upside, and he's shown already a high floor. Whatever. I mean, the the intangible, everything about C.J. Stroud's game is incredible. This guy is elevating a receiver room that is... Awful. Bottom 10 in the league. Oh, it's bad. You yeah. know, Nico Collins I, I, I is the headline Stroud receiver. think is, he is. is the rookie of the year without question, and I think he's... A very bright star to come in this league. I think but. him and Tank Dell have a really good connection that it's going to be going forward in the future. But as a whole, I think the Vikings are better. I don't know. Next, who's uh, fourteen through eleven? The Pittsburgh Steelers oh, coming at goodness. the 14th spot, opposite of the Texans. By the way, really good defense, no offensive <laughs> capabilities. <laughs> the, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is the Iowa of the NFL. It's so annoying to watch their football games. They, um, and I, mean, I get that, that, that they is beat the best Tennessee, comp but you could get yeah, it, it's a great comp, but. I'm not impressed with the the Steelers. I'd probably put the Texans above the Steelers. If I think it's me. close. Uh, and the Texans mopped them up head-to-head. I mean, yeah. it was not close. It's not close, right? So you could argue that those are flip-flops. I wouldn't dispute that. All right, the New Orleans Saints come in at 13. That doesn't make sense to me. <sighs> the Saints are they're one of the most puzzling teams in the league. Man. Yeah, they're weird. Their offense is so streaky. Yeah. Like, there will be games where Derek Carr goes for, like, 325 yards and, like, two multiple touchdowns. And there's games where he throws for, like, 180 and nothing. I don't get it. They're getting a favorable schedule coming up. I think they'll be able to continue to sit in this spot and even go higher. Um, I think Chris Olave and Michael Thomas are really in good positions to to break out, I should say. Break out. Michael Thomas set, like, the record for receptions (laughs) in a year. No, no, no. I mean, like... Per, like yardage wise, like, oh. they're, like they're getting a lot of catches, but not a lot of yards. You know what I'm saying? I think people forgot that Michael Thomas is a really good receiver in this league. Mm, I don't know if he what he. I don't know if he is now what he once was, just because of all the injuries. He's well, still he decent, was the best in the league. Now he's not the best, but he's still pretty good. He's a decent option. Yeah, he's a good number two, especially with Chris Olave there. I mean, it's a yeah, it's an interesting offense. So, um, and Taysom Hill continues to just be a stickler in this offense, taking carries and. Such from everybody else. Yeah, it's weird. So I honestly I kind of feel like gadget guys like that go negatively against an offense. Uh when you're using gadget. I feel like it throws people because out of rhythm. Because they become too much of the focal point. Yeah, and it throws the other guys out of rhythm. And it, it I don't know. I feel like it disrupts more than it helps. So just a thought. But uh number twelve. All right, number twelve. Let's keep moving up here. The Seattle Seahawks. I think they should have fallen. Dude, more. is this not exactly where I put them? I said they were the twelfth best team. 2 weeks ago I said that. I think it should be lower than A week than ago this. I said that a week ago. Score one for the boys back home over here. 12th best team in the National Football League. Couldn't agree more. Perfect spot for the Seattle Seahawks. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I didn't even look that far down the list cuz so, I stopped around 10. That's Seattle. impressive. Seattle, you got to you got to come on. Boom. You can admit when I'm right. So. Teams overrated. <laughs> Stop. Overrated. They're man. good. They're not good. Good receivers. They good defense. Do people want to talk about the Dolphins not being able to beat a good team. I, where is this talk for the Seattle Seahawks? Please, 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 please. beat Stop the Lions, it. dude. Stop they it. They beat the Lions. Stop it. This is and we joke. haven't mentioned the Lions yet. So. They've got they've gotten embarrassed, embarrassed twice on the road. They can't play away from home. They can't. All they, right. Twelfth best team. They're not world beaters, but they're good. Number eleven. Not. Very beatable. I, I would love to draw this team in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're beatable, but I don't think they're a worthless team. 11, the Buffalo Bills. Feels like a good spot for them. They've, I think, yeah, I think it's a good they've spot. They've been dropping, Yeah. yeah. Team's not what they were. No, not at all. And I, I continuously overproject the Bills. So yeah. I, I'm ready to bite the bullet, say they're not a top 10 team in the league. Gabe Davis, defenders, so where are you? Oh, where are you? I'm going. I've, no, been, I'm, I've been saying it all along. <laughs> I, I have been saying that it all wagon. along. No. I have been beating this drum for years. This guy is nothing. I actually picked up uh, Shakir. Shakira. Gabe Davis Shakira. is boom or nothing. Not boom or bust, just boom or non existent. Yeah. Yeah. He either catches like four touchdowns or zero catches for zero yards. The guy, the guy is so, so, so mediocre. Probably you know, below mediocre. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Greg Ward. For all you Philly fans out there, oh, I mean, I think he's a little better, a little bit better than Greg Ward. But I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Moving on. Ten. Let's keep turning. Cleveland Browns. Too high, in my opinion. Right now, I think they're better than Buffalo. Nah, I don't think so. I think they're better defensively. Offensively, they played the Cardinals, so I mean, yeah, you sh- everyone should be able to beat up on the Cardinals unless yeah. you're the Cowboys. Unless you're the Cowboys, <laughs> how about them Cowboys? <laughs> 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 oh man, we're coming to them. We're coming to them. So five and three Browns, ten at this point in time. I think it's a good spot. I think it's a little too high. Would you put Buffalo over them? Yes. I don't know. From what I've seen of these two teams, I think Cleveland's better right now. Hmm. I think it's appropriate. See, so The Bills have looked unimpressive to me. Whatever. I think the Bills have been one of the most disappointing teams in the league this year. You know, year, it's my, impressive my while we're talking about Cleveland. Um, you know, the Steelers were 13. That's the lowest of the AFC North teams, so which is weird. I don't know. I For me, the, the Browns feel worse than the Steelers. Yeah. Didn't the Steelers win that head-to-head? Yeah, the Steelers are 2-0 and in the division. Yeah. They've beaten the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah, please. I don't know. I'm not a, you know I'm not a Steelers defender. I'm getting a Steelers tattoo if they win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's due that to an agreement sense. I made with someone. Yeah, um, yeah and, it, and the Eagles. <laughs> I love the word agreement. I'm not allowed to say the other yeah, word yeah. that no, it actually I know. was. No, I know, I know, I know. But, but I love the swappage. Yeah, but uh, if if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, he has to get a an Eagles tattoo. All right. Which is hilarious. Well, that is going to take us to our second break of hour number one. When we come back, we'll continue to churn through these power rankings, give our thoughts where if we think these spots are appropriate or not. Um, I think we're going to have some really solid debates coming up for the rest of these power rankings. So don't go anywhere. Plenty of more sports talk coming your way. NFL, college football, NHL, and even a little bit of college hoops right at the end in hour number two, if time permits. So much more on the docket in a jam-packed show. Don't go anywhere here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR Kutztown. Heavy hitters. Ah, hour number one on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K.O.R. Kutztown. Jack on Mitchell Smedley, as always. Wow. Man, that music just never that gets old. That music hits hard, bro. Never gets old. Oh, man. All right. Let's keep getting back into yeah, it. Yeah, we're going through the uh, NFL.com power rankings after, uh, what was this, week nine, eight? Yeah, nine. Nine, really? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bum bum. Bum. Anyways. Bum, bum. Uh I should know that because my fantasy team put up 199 points this week. Whoa. Nice little 77 from Stroud himself. <laughs> what? Yeah, this league is so quarterback friendly, dude. That's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Highest performer of the year. So CJ Stroud. We've had some uh, some minor skirmishes. Oh, I'd move this team up too, I'd move them down. No. Nah. We're getting into some big boys. We're All right. At number eight. Number nine. Oh, number the nine. The Cincinnati Bengals. I've moved them up by, like, four or five spots. I don't think so. I don't think so. Joe Burrow post week four. This dude's a yearly MVP. <laughs> it's game. crazy, right? I mean, the Bengals never start the season off good. Like, no. they're always, like, one and three. And it puts them under the radar. Two and two. But this dude posts week four. I don't know what happens. Buddy's got, like, the September's, like, like squirmies or something. Buddy's, like, afraid of playing in September mm-hmm. and, and October. But the Buddy... He's incredible. Burrow is so back. The Bengals are back. They're going to win this division. Mark my no, words. No, they're not. They're winning this division. Not even 100%. close. Yep. Nope. No, thank you. The Stop. Bengals will win this division, and the Cincinnati Bengals will be right back in the AFC title game. Stop. You mark my words. No, be quiet. They're the second best team in this division. Mark my words. By the way, 610, 683, 4058, if you want to get in on the discussion. uh, The Bengals. What's their current record? They're sitting at 5-3. Five five and three. And three. They're the second best team in the division. I'm sorry. That's what would ta- it is. Nope. That's what the records show right now. Put them on the field against Ravens. They're beating them. No. I don't think so. And we'll get to see that. Uh, when do they play? Didn't they already play? I feel like they might have. Yeah. And I think the Ravens won that football game. It's because they played them in the first three weeks. Oh, you? stop. When do they play again? You're getting lucky. I wish. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, week 2, they won by a field goal. Yeah. Did the Ravens. I think it's close. They beat the Bengals by a field goal and the game where close. the Bengals didn't even play good at all. If the Bengals are allowed to not play well at all, why aren't the Ravens allowed? You know, you're like the Bengals didn't even play that well. I neither did the Ravens and they still won the game. Be quiet. Ravens are better. Sit Ravens down, are up. the we'll get to the Ravens. They're the best team in the AFC. Uh, no. Yes. No. Nine is good for the Bengals. They're a good team. Maybe move them up a couple spots. All right. Well, I put them over number eight. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> put Cincinnati over them. So I the, saw another NFL power ranking. Had the Cowboys at six and your Philadelphia Eagles at seven. Yeah, I did see that one. Bizarro. And that made no sense. Whatsoever. Bizarre to me. This one's a little more down to earth. This power ranking we're going through right now. But. I want to speak on uh, something because we didn't have a Monday show. Yeah. We didn't have a Monday show, so I didn't get to come onto the mic and for all of you out there, release one big old, how about them Cowboys? They fall to the Philadelphia Eagles by a weird score of 28-23. to 23. Dak Prescott is a loser he makes losing plays and he loses and loses and loses some more because he didn't have enough what a poverty franchise that can never live up to the big moments they don't even throw it into the end zone on their final play of the game from the 25 yard line they got stopped at the five when they caught it at the three cd lamb had the ball at the three uh and this comes a play after a delay of game pushed them back oh five yards would have been a touchdown you guys are weirdos you guys are losers you deserve to lose that game I understand both teams made a plethora of mistakes this was a heavyweight fight though this was the top two teams I love it I love in the switch the NFC up east well they do they they deserve to lose uh, no I'm just saying I love your switch up what switch up you were like Oh, I don't know, man. The Cowboys. Yeah. I, know, I thought threat. they could win. And they could have if they played a they're solid a football game. The they Cowboys. were a threat. They lost by five points. They're the Cowboys. This is what they do. I thought that I thought they had a real chance to win the game. And I, didn't no. I officially pick the Eagles, though? I officially picked the Eagles. But I thought the Cowboys were a threat. And they were a threat. The Cowboys had a couple leads in this game. First round exit in the playoffs. It was close. It was tough. It was a nail-biter. But it didn't have to be for either side. If either side plays a really good game of football, that game is a blowout in one direction or the other. Jalen Hurts, oh man, he was down on the field uh, right before halftime. Looked like he might be seriously injured. Luckily, he's not. Dallas Goddard is the price of uh, battle this week, though, on IR with a fractured forearm. Uh, N'Kobe Dean goes back to IR for your Philadelphia Eagles. All right, but I want to talk about the Cowboys. Number eight on this power ranking. Should be nine over the Bengals. Yeah, I think the Bengals are a better team right now. Um, Indisputably. Yeah, but the Cowboys' defense is for real. We worried how that secondary would respond after Diggs was out for the season, and they have. The Cowboys' secondary has played pretty okay. The Cowboys' defense is another defense. The Cowboys is a team, nothing special. I think they're very much an above average team. They're a dangerous team if you sleep on them for too long. And if you pedal this narrative that they're nothing, uh, they're nothing. I they, think they're they a have, bunch of losers. They have critical red zone issues. They have this great team playmakers. Is, this though. team is fundamentally flawed. Um Dak will never win the big games. CeeDee Lamb was running wide open the whole game. He's a talent. CeeDee Lamb is a field, menace. Never said that. Never said that he is. That he isn't. But they have guys like him. They got CeeDee Lamb, they got Michael Parsons. They have dudes on this football team that are dangerous and that can take over a football game and the Cowboys were a couple key moments away from winning this game I don't know but yeah. eight feels about right could be nine I don't care point is they're below the Eagles unlike that other list that other list was a bum moving on 610-683-4058 I hope Josh Toot's <laughs> listening how about um, them Cowboys? Go Birds. Right. we got a message to Karen Notebook first from the KUR Notebook. Want to join a fun campus club? Join KUR. Fun events, great friends, and an opportunity to play your favorite tunes await. Email KUR at kutztown.edu. That's KUR at kutztown.edu for more information. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. All right. Wrapping up, heavy hitters. Uh, Hour number one, I should say. Not the show. Uh, We still have another hour to go. So so much more to talk about. So we're going to move a little bit more quickly. Not talk about the teams like the Cowboys, who didn't deserve that much airtime, in my estimation. Yes, they did. Because they're imbeciles. And I think you sell them so far short. Why? Like, what? What? They're a good team, man. They're They're not great, but they're good. I'm not saying they're not a good team. I just think you're pumping them up like they're... Top five team in the league. I, I don't think they're a top five team in the league, but they are a top 10 team in the league. And unlike in college, that means something. So it does. I'm sorry. A top 10 team in the league can win the Super Bowl. All right. That's how it know. is. That's just Absolutely what it not. is. No. What are you talking about? You're so about? wrong about that. Stop. You're so wrong about just that. Just stop. You're so wrong. They're about a good that. team. They have potential. I'm glad the Eagles are. I, lo- I love how you think that team can win the Super Bowl. I do. I'm sorry. I do. Do you ever hear me defend anything about Dallas? I think you're just way off base. Do you think on this the tag. Bengals can win the Super Bowl? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's ranked below the Cowboys? I just don't. Th- well, I don't think the Bengals are the ninth best team. I think they're around the eighth or ninth best. I and I agree with you. Five. The Bengals could win the Super Bowl if the Bills put it all together. Could the Bills win the Super Bowl? Yes. No, but like you're going off hypotheticals. Oh my goodness. What do you mean? Like, like how much more could the Bills improve? Like pretty, uh, pretty well. Like you know? how much? Like no, no, no. Like within reason. Like they're not going to be able to turn it around and become this elite team. I don't, I don't it think they have to start it in them blocking better. First of all, offensive line. So, is okay, issue. so you're 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 saying they're going to fix problems that take decent amount of time to fix. You don't just fix your blocking within week oh, a week. It doesn't happen. You have half a season left. I don't think the Bills come win the Super Bowl. Got half a season left. I think they're an outside shot. The Bills are in the in the Seahawks category right now. I think they're above the Seahawks. Gonna take a miracle. Would it take a miracle for the Cowboys? Yes. No. That's where you're wrong. Yes. No. This, everything would have to break right for them this to win. It's number seven through ten they would, they tier would, of two. They teams. would not be able to power their way through the playoffs. They would need everything to break their way. Not true. They could yes. throw the football very well. So you have you have confidence in Dak. What you're saying. Not more than the other teams above them, but com- like all right, I, I think it's Dallas possible. Or San, Dallas or San Fran? San Fran. Okay. I think. The fact that you have to debate that <laughs> is wild to me, but whatever. No, they got the better defense. All right, let's move better on. Better playmakers on offense. Yeah, San Fran. San Fran at seven. Really? That low? Interesting. Um, Three losses in a row coming up for bye week. They get Debo and Trent Williams, I think, coming back this upcoming week. Those are two key injuries, you know? Uh, trade acquisition of Chase Young helps bolster up the yeah. defensive line even further. I think this is a team who these losses are really going to benefit them. Make them, you know, realize that they're not just going to be able to uh, push everybody around and dominate everybody. Uh, they still need to keep their pedal and the, you know keep the pedal to the metal. Um, you know, continue to be the team that they were in the early parts of this year and and towards the tail end of last year. So I think these losses are going to be you know a good wake up call for San Fran. The first one should have been the wake-up call, losing to the Browns. The second one should have been like, what are we actually doing right here? And the third one uh, was to the Bengals, right? Yeah. It was a good team. You know, you can lose to a good team. and But keep in mind, this was a world-beater team in Jack Hime's mind early uh, in the season. You thought there was no way they don't win the NFC. That was what I was seeing then. I know. But I tried yeah. to tell you, this team is, It's good. Brock Purdy's not great, so the Niners aren't elite. They don't have an elite quarterback. So you have one elite team in the NFC then, in your mind. Philadelphia. Quite honestly, I don't think Philly's elite. No elite team can have an Achilles heel as big as the secondary for the Eagles right now. So I don't think there's an elite team, just clear domination. I think the Eagles are the closest to that. And I, I think they're pretty close. If their secondary can start playing better, they will be elite. All right, let's move on to six. Wait, wait, wait! I want to talk about San Fran. Um, seven feels a little, a little low to me. I think they're probably top five. They're the second best team in the NFC. I think they should be above the Lions. Second best team, and again, a, another weak NFC. A year when the NFC not think, that weak. No, the not. NFC. I think the NFC is more weak than it was last year. Not yeah. even close to true. You got the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Lions are good. Um, okay, that's fair. That's fair. The Lions are a better three than the Vikings were. Absolutely. I'll give you that. Give you that. And then the I'll Cowboys the are a same. better four than last year. They won't be. The, they're not a four, dude. Do you know how the playoff structure works? No, but I'm saying fourth best team in the conference. I don't. It doesn't matter about that. in Come playoff. Like, I, okay, I, I didn't think, does, I didn't think you were like, talking about the seeding. I just think that they're the fourth best team in the conference. Uh, out of the South, I think, what do you think, the Falcons? Saints. Saints. Falcons, Saints. I Yeah, I guess Saints. Uh, I don't know. I just don't trust that Saints team for some reason. I don't trust anybody in that team. No, either. not at all. I think the Saints this year would be a better team than the Bucks last year. Mm, I think they're very equivalent. I don't. I think the Cowboys will beat them. <laughs> Which one is it, dude? You flip-flop so often. What? Uh I, I don't trust the Saints team, but... Eh, I don't, like, it's better. not like I trust them, but I think they're better than last year's Bucks that were atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. I think the Saints are offensively atrocious. They They are so uninspiring. They have better playmakers. They do, but they don't use them. I right, know. At it's, all, it's it's the weird, it's the weird paradigm. Um, I think across the board, the NFC is better this year. But I think the Niners are the second best oh, team. I'll give it. it to you fractionally, fractionally. Anyways, uh, who was number six? Miami. Uh, I I think they should be below San Fran. Definitely. I I might put them below. I, I think I'd put them below the Bengals. And maybe below Dallas. Oh my! Below Dallas, dude. Oh my! Miami can't beat a good team. Miami has now lost to what the uh, Eagles, the Chiefs, Bills, and the Bills. I think going forward, this team has a lot to to be optimistic about. I think that loss to Kansas City was not horrible. The defense played great in that game. I think it's the best it's played all year. Um, I think when they get uh Devon Chain back along with Mostert, that's a powerful running back duo with some favorable matchups against some bad rush defenses. Uh Jalen Ramsey's back. He looks good. Um, and Xavier Howard and, and you know Javon Holland help to further bolster this secondary. I think they're in a good spot. They have a favorable schedule the rest of the way. I'm not I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. I think this is a team that is their ceiling, is the AFC title game. Yeah, I, I like the points. Um, yeah, I'd I'd drop them two spots, two or three. Yeah, they dropped three by the way. So they were three last week. Now six. This Still week. unbelievable that they were three. But um, I struggle with this Dolphins team. I think you're right. There's a lot to be encouraged about with this team going forward. So they think- lost a touchdown by a game to the Chiefs by a touchdown, where they were down twenty-one nothing at one point. Yeah, they battled back. That's a good sign. They didn't really I didn't really ever quit. feel like this game was but. in jeopardy after it went 21-zip. All right. We got to step aside for our the break. When we come back, we will continue to debate these power rankings here on Heavy Hitters. Hour number two coming your way next.
3: And welcome
0: in. It's Heavy Hitters. The start of hour number two. 6 p.m. on the East Coast. I'm Mitchell Smedley. That's Jack Heim. Talked MLB in hour number one. We've spent a lot of time here on this uh, NFL power rankings. Uh, the more... Down-to-earth version. Then uh, another one that was released today that I had several issues with. um, Namely, ranking the Eagles below the Cowboys. Um, But, Jack, let's start off this hour with a legend on the line. Hasn't called us in the last couple weeks. Said they were getting over the depression of the Phillies. Ruben, how we doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing better than I did a few weeks ago. Let me tell you that there, boy. Ain't that the truth. It was a rough couple of weeks, but you know what? I'm off probation now from getting thrown out of the, uh, you know, the cafeteria for throwing my yogurt at that uh, Diamondbacks fan, and things are good. You know, my family told me that if they, you know, they, they, if I do that again and I get put on probation, they're going to, you know, find me another nursing home somewhere else. So i got to behave myself. I'm going to behave myself. I'm just going to focus on football the next few months and just, just forget about baseball. I just need to, you know... Purge it out of my mind, and next year is next year, and we're going to be okay next year.
0: Awesome, I love it. You know, uh, what are you thinking about them Eagles, Ruben?
3: Oh, I'll tell you what my my old my my old ticker almost you know stopped ticking that game this past Sunday. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I mean, uh, it was it was stressful. Let me just tell you, it was stressful. We, I you know it was going to be stressful. You, you just knew it. I mean, I, I just I don't know. I just wish they could make it make it one game easy. Every game has to be some sort of drama. I just want to have. One big blowout, but just can't do that, and I I don't see that really change in the next couple of weeks. But I'm looking at the schedule, and despite it being a tough schedule, you know, I keep hearing about all the, oh, it's a tough schedule, they got the worst schedule, blah, blah, blah. If you think about it, and, and you really, you know, dot all the I's and cross all the T's, there's no team better than the Eagles. I don't care what anybody says we are going to win out the rest of the season. We are going to the Super Bowl. We're winning the Super Bowl. It's going to be an Eagles uh Ravens Super Bowl. I'm calling it right now and Eagles are going to win it 38 to 33.
0: What a call, Ruben. What a That's my exact same Super Bowl prediction minus the score. I haven't given a score yet. That was awesome. Um winning out. You know, it's going to be tough, Ruben. We play the Chiefs after our bye, then we got uh the bills you got the cowboys again you know you you think we're going to win all of these games
3: not worried about it no, i mean i mean i honestly the one i'm worried about the most is the chiefs that one could be tough but i'm not really worried about the bills i'm not really worried about the cowboys i mean yeah that cowboys game was a little scary but i think we learned our lesson we just got to watch these penalties and all that nonsense uh we'll be fine we're, we're just winning out it's it's, it's 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 it. we're just winning i'm telling you we're winning
0: we're going 16 and 1 I yeah, love 16 that.
3: 16-1, you mark Ruben's words.
0: I, if, if we don't go 16-1, I'll be upset, Ruben. But uh, one final question for you. How do you feel about Reese Hoskins not coming back in all odds?
3: Uh, well, it's, you know, uh, we'll be fine. Everything will be fine. That's that's all I can say about that. Not not okay. not really worried.
0: All right. Great call, Ruben. Thank you so much. Love okay. hearing from you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Talk to you later. Bye-bye now. Ruben, thanks for the call as always. We appreciate you on the show. What a great call. Um... 16-1, Jack? Yeah. Hey, look at it this way, though. Oh, it's funny. I, and I also didn't even mention mention the Niners. We have to play the Niners, too, right? This so, team going undefeated the rest of the way? So, I mean, when you look at it, I think the three hardest games remaining are Chiefs, Cowboys in Dallas, and the Niners. It's was going to get you one more time. I think there's one loss in there. But everyone was talking about this gauntlet, starting with Miami, continuing with Dallas— They've won the first two, and they have a week to get healthier. Dallas really part of a gauntlet. That's funny. It is. No, stop. They're the eighth ranked team in the National Football League, ninth maybe, but it's part of a gauntlet, and it's a it's a tough stretch. It was in Philly. Yeah, we got to play in Dallas. We can agree to disagree. Cowboys are unimpressive to me. The final three games of the season, though, and and the Seahawks are mixed in there somewhere. Not an automatic win, but should be a win. Final three games, they were Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Oh, phone's ringing off the hook here, bud. All right. Um, fifth of the power rank is the Detroit Lions, 6-2 and on the year the c- clear and definitive number one team in the NFC North. Um, they're going to get David Montgomery back soon. The Vikings, I think, don't really pose a big threat to them. Uh, we're going to get our next caller on the line here. Yep. Well, we, we'll get to the NFC North, which is actually becoming a tighter race. But first... John from Snacksville has some football double dips again.
1: Yes. What did you think of Ruben, John? NFL thoughts. So, what I'm going to say is this: is the Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys are fraudulent. I I just want to put that out there that they're both fraudulent. Neither team has beaten anybody good. The Dallas have beaten has beaten all teams that are under 500. They played two teams with winning records. Obviously, the Eagles just beat them 28-23. They lost by 32 points to the San Francisco 49ers. I love Ruben. I love when he calls in. He's great. I think he might have slipped and bumped his head because, honestly, I don't think either one of those teams even make the Super Bowl. Okay, I think the Super Bowls: Bengals-Niners. I'm going to go out there and say it now. I'm going to leave you guys with a couple of quick NFL thoughts, and I really can't wait to hear your feedback on it. So this upcoming week, Baygent will outduel Young. DeVito and Stroud will both cover. Yeah, you heard me say that right. Meaning Tommy DeVito will cover against the Cowboys this weekend. Josh, I hope that hurts. All right? The AFC North is far and away the best division in football. And, guys, these rough and the passer calls have got to stop. They're impacting games at this point, and I'm not having it anymore. So, listen, guys, continue to have a great show. Let's go Steelers. I know you'd love that, Mitch. And, Mitch, for you, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Sorry, Josh.
0: <laughs> Love it. All righty. That was a um, great end to the call right Yeah, there. that was. Um, I'll agree with the Cowboys. I would disagree more so with the Dolphins. I don't think they're a, a legit, legit Super Bowl contender this year. I think they're a very solid football team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl champion team, though. Uh, we've seen that against the Eagles and the Chiefs, that when it comes to stuff against those high-caliber teams, uh, they just don't have, the, I think, the physical edge to get over the top. Um, so I would agree with Dallas wholeheartedly, but I would counter a little bit with Miami. I think they're going to get better over the course of the year and be a more difficult out in the playoffs than the Cowboys. I don't know why people are still sleeping on the Ravens who are starting to do what even the Eagles haven't done and start embarrassing people. I Look, I think they embarrassed a very okay Seahawks team. And before that, they embarrassed uh, the second or third best team in the NFC in the Lions. I think if it comes down to it, I don't think they beat Kansas City. I don't. I think Kansas City's defense is the best it's ever been in the Mahomes time. I think, and Maho- the receiving core is the worst it's ever been. And Mahomes is going to be good enough to get them to get enough out to the point where they can win games. They did it last year with a lot of these same guys, and they won the Super Bowl. I'm aware. And I think the defense has only gotten better. I think if it's a playoff game in Kansas City, Lamar and the Ravens will not be able to do enough to get a victory. Period. End of story. Yeah, he is. The Ravens are a very good football team. They're a top-five football team in the NFL. I, th- I think I was proven wrong about where I put them recently. I think they're better than I, I rated them. And-, and I'm willing to you know admit that I was wrong. About The Ravens? About, you know, I, I think I underrated them a little bit. Yeah. They're a top-five football team. Awesome. We're getting there. Thank you. They're a top-five football team. I don't think they win the Super Bowl, though. And All I'm not right. convinced they'll make it there. Hey, you don't have—you know, you know, that's why we have Super Bowl picks. Only two can make it. One can win. But talk about one who can win. This guy can pick NFL games like nobody's business. We got Regs on the line. Regs, how we doing? He said it's a tough, oh, act, to follow, tough act to follow, but here after is.
2: those last two calls, but uh, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, I, I don't. Well, honestly, I don't think I did that good this past weekend, did I? What was my record?
0: I didn't check, but uh, you crossed the first couple weeks. Pretty much,
2: it was yeah, not that great. Maybe not that bad, but not that great either. But I
0: I'm said you to had that, to come there back there down to, world, to earth so. once
2: again. The old college try, as they say.
0: Yep, I said you had to come back down to earth. But how'd yeah, you feel about yeah, the Eagles I think, Cowboys? I think, I
2: think my, my, my picks this week are a little more a little more logical. We'll see how it goes. Um uh this tomorrow night game, what are they calling that? The toilet bowl? I mean what what is it? The <laughs> the Panthers versus the Bears? I mean, how did that wind up on Thursday night football? Seriously. Um
0: every team has to play.
2: I don't even know what to think about <laughs> what to think about that particular game. But uh I guess um It'll be fun to watch, just to see you know how how bad it is, and who knows, maybe it'll turn out to be a good game. But uh, I guess give me the Bears. Um, uh, I will, I'll go with the Bears, uh, two and seven team. I think they'll go up to three and seven after tomorrow night. Um, Panthers are just you know, I called that one game correctly, and I don't I don't, I don't see them ever. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I'm not sure they're going to win any more games the rest of this year, honestly, the way they're playing. But uh, could be wrong, uh, but yeah, give me the bears for that one. Um, no Eagles, of course this uh, this uh, weekend, so um, uh, let me look at my app here. Get all yeah. my games. Colts Patriots. Uh, yeah, Jack and I thought that the Patriots would uh, would play uh, you know actually win a game this past uh, week, and you thought we were a little crazy, Mitch, and sure enough you were right. Uh, Patriots just continue to to stink up the place. And uh, I don't think that's going to uh, change this week. Give me the Colts. Um, Packers Steelers. Uh, I'm going with the Steelers. Make Jack happy there. Uh, Saints Vikings. Um, uh, two five and four teams. Um, you guys might know the mechanics of everything a little better. So it's kind of a kind of a coin toss for me though. Uh, you know what? Give me the Vikings. I'll take the Vikings on that game. Uh, Texans, Bengals. Um, <clears throat> hey, Bengals have been, uh, you know, playing great. I mean, it's been Joe Burrow went from uh, to zero to hero uh, rather quickly this, this 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 particular season. So uh, I think he, I think it's going to keep he's going to keep going, and I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Uh, Browns, Ravens. Um, you know what? Call me crazy. I I agree with Ruben. I, I see the Ravens as, uh, as the team to, to beat, at least in the, uh, Thank you, the AFC. So um, give me the Ravens for that game. Um, Titans, Bucks, I don't really care. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Bucks. 49ers, Jaguars, uh, 49ers haters out there are going to love me for this, but I'm going to go that the 49ers are going to lose their fourth in a row. And I'm going to pick the Jaguars. What do you
0: think about that, guys? Wow, that's Bold, a spicy considering pick. it's in San Francisco. But you know what, Rags? I like the risk. Um, you play some high danger chances with your picks. We can I like week these out. picks. I think you this take week, a couple man. of a uh, take a couple of chances. But you know what? I think they've paid off more for you than they haven't. So you know what? Yeah. Why not roll yeah. the dice here?
2: I, I think it's a, a worthy chance. And could you imagine the uh, the the memes mocking the 49ers if they go four four in a row losses? I mean, yeah, that would uh, be unbelievable. Be great. So uh, let's. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Uh, Lions Chargers, uh, give me the Lions. Falcons Cardinals. uh, Yeah, Cardinals are about as worthless as the Panthers this year, so (laughs) give me the Falcons. Uh, Commanders Seahawks. I don't know what to think of the Seahawks team. I mean, they're just all over the map. Uh, They got the better record. Commanders, though, I don't know.
0: Commanders were selling Um, at the deadline, regs. What's that? The Commanders sold off some of their best pieces at the trade deadline.
2: Yeah, you know what? Give me the Seahawks for that game. Uh, I think the Seahawks will will probably pull that one out. Uh, Cowboys, Giants. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta go with the Cowboys because the Cowboys did play a good game last week. I mean, how about them Cowboys? I mean, (laughs) but but I got to give them credit. I mean, they did make it a a very dangerous game. So I don't see the Giants uh, beating that. So Cowboys, I'll take Jets, Raiders. I don't know. Whatever. Give me the Raiders and Broncos, Bills next Monday night. Um, I'll take the Bills. So there you go. There's my Good picks. picks. I, won't, I won't. I won't make much. Take much more of your time because you've had a lot of callers this evening. So I just wanted to get my picks out there and see how I do.
0: Thank you, Rex. Rex as always, give me one big old go, birds, buddy.
2: Go birds, and how about them Cowboys? <laughs>
0: there he is. Thank you, Rex, for the call. We appreciate you, as always with the weekly picks. Our uh, third. Uh, our third pick. Our third guy who does the picks, I should say, every yep. week. Um, we appreciate it. Um, final tally from a week ago. I would say a, a standard week. I think a five hundred week for you, Regs. Yeah. Um, I agreed with pretty much all losses. of his picks this week. Almost all of them, I think. Um, I'd have to go back through, but eight and six for you last week, Regs. That's not bad. That's pretty good. So it's down from you know nine and five the other week, which was incredible, or eleven and five it was when he knocked it out of the park, but. Yeah, good old Regs, man. And me, him, and Ruben are on this Ravens train. Try and stop it, Jack. Watch them lose to the Browns now. But, hey, the models are starting to agree. Um, Did we talk about these top five yet?
1: Um, no. <laughs> We've been taking calls We're, we're, we're
0: going to quickly run through these uh, and then give our picks uh, because we still have a lot more to we talk do, about. Yeah, we do. So, Lions number 5, I like the spot for them. I think they only have further room to improve. They're going to be getting David Montgomery back coming off of a bye. Um, I think, you know, with some more divisional games on tap, I think they're really setting themselves up for a good position uh, to go to the playoffs as the third seed, I think, in the NFC. Yeah. Um, Detroit, Watch out from behind, though. I mean, the Solid Vikings. spot. Yeah. I, I think that the yeah, five feels right for me. But that division, not over yet. Especially if the Lions stumble one more time. Watch out. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. I'm just saying. I, I think it's over, but and Packers and it's Bears closer than I no thought it would be. No, it's only the Vikings. It's a two-horse race. Yeah. So they still have to play the Bears twice, by the way. Yeah. that's um, Bears twice, Packers once, and I think the Vikings twice. Well, that'll be decided there. Won't I it? think they'd win at least the one at home. Yeah. So, so. moving on. Jacksonville, four. So this is a weird one, right? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> okay, bros. <laughs> no. No! It did not just happen in this power ring. There's no way that this team is the fourth best team in the NFL. No way. I will not stand for it. I take Detroit over them. I take San Fran over them. I think we're going to see that this weekend. Teaser one of my picks. I think San Fran is going to bounce back and win this game. I, I think Cincinnati is better than this team. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars... Are one of the teams who will be exposed with this upcoming schedule they have. Exposed. I don't think the Jags are four. Uh, I think it's a close game in San Fran, but I'm also picking the Niners. Um, Here's what they got left. Before you go back to your point, here's what they got left. They have San Fran, Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and Texans Ooh. again, who they already lost to at home against Houston. Stretch. They got to go to Houston. Rough stretch. I think the Jags lose a majority of those games. They're going to win this division, but not without some pressure from behind. I think from Houston primarily. This Jaguars team is not as good as the record says they are. Wow. The record, what are they? Yes. Uh, six, six and, and two. two. Six and two. Not going to stand. I don't see this team winning more than 10 games. There are two losses. Uh, didn't they get blown out? Blown out by Houston at home. Wasn't mm-hmm. even close. Double digit loss. Uh, I think it was 38 24. And I think it was, you know, that final score, I think, was close than the game felt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who else did they lose to? Who was I'm trying to think of their other loss. They won in London, right? Yeah, They beat the Falcons. I'm trying to think of who that other uh, loss was. But I, I think the Jags are good. They're good, not They Ford feel good. more of like a seventh best in the league, though. They feel more seven to me. I think, I think where the Bengals are is where they more fit. Mm-hmm. Not eight or nine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, either way, I think four is a little high, but six and two that'll get you there. You know, that'll that's a good record to have right now. And they're they just had their bye week, right? Yes. So that's kind of where you know they're flying under the radar a little bit. Yeah, tough, uh, tough stretch for them. I think that'll sort itself. I out don't there. love this offense. I don't
1: trust me. I have no, Tre- it's it's so I, I have confusing. Trevor Lawrence
0: in fantasy. Yep. The guy is not overly efficient by any means. Etn coming into his own now. And, and, their defense leads the NFL in takeaways per game. That is so hard to replicate week in and week out. Yep. I think over the course of a season, it's going to even out. And you would think with all those takeaways, the offensive numbers should be more inflated, right? So, yeah, the offense has not been all it's cracked up to be. If there's a prime fall-off candidate, I think it's going to be Jacksonville for sure. I agree, but I I still respect the talent on the team. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, oh, look, I'm not trying to say that they're a sorry football team and they're bad. Yeah. I yeah. think this I think this upcoming schedule though is going to be reality check. It's going to be very team. tough for them. So. It's going to be reality, reality check and show them that they're I, they are like a 10 max 11 win team. Maybe stand. Regs is onto something with that uh we'll see how this Niners game pans out. Can they stand up to some fierce competition that's also rested that's getting no. some of their players back? We'll see. We'll see. Jacksonville, too high in my opinion. Number three? Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs. Feels right. Seven and two. Three? Yeah, I like it. I like I think, I think they solved some things. They're, they're the they're, third best team in my opinion. See, the Chiefs are like Ohio State to me, you know? They have the really good defense, but offensively they got to figure some things out. Yeah, yeah. This year's Ohio State. I agree with that. Um, look, I'm just uh, not convinced that this team is going to be able to have enough firepower in an offensively geared league uh, to get the job done in the playoffs. Uh, I worry about that, and I know that they have a generational talent in Patrick Mahomes on their team, but I don't know. I think you need a better supporting cast. They're a really good defense, and they have a great quarterback. I think they're missing a couple role players, though. Three feels good. Two. Two. Sorry. <laughs> i looking at my phone. Okay. Because we all know who two is going to be. The Ravens. It is. The yes. The Ravens. All right, so this top three is at least good. So I agree with the total top three here. So the, the, the Ravens are the second best team. I don't know. Uh, like they, They're two. I'm not going to say that they're not two. They, they deserve to be where they're at right now. They've played good football. They had a they fluke have. loss to the Steelers, and that's all they are away from being tied with the, uh, the Eagles, I don't the know, best dude. record in I the league. When I think Super Bowl, I'm not seeing the Ravens. That's the problem. Like I have a problem envisioning that. I get it. I get it. I don't but, know. But uh there's been teams that make it to the Super Bowl, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Happens, you know? <sighs> I don't know. And number one, your Philadelphia Eagles yeah, best record. I agree. Most complete team. I don't I don't think that's arguable. So so but hey, you gotta at least give me some credit. My preseason prediction for the Super Bowl was Ravens, Eagles. They're the top two teams. Exactly halfway through the season right now. I'll on, give you your I'll ravers. give you your flowers for right now. Thank you. We'll see how this hey, falls apart. We got a whole half, but I think I think I was higher on these two relative to the Chiefs and San Fran than than you were. You know, and, and look, you okay, still I have a okay, whole long Let's not long make it like everyone go. was sleeping on the Eagles. No, no, okay? no. no. Can but we, like, I thought they were better than that? San Fran, and San Fran's lost three football games in a row. I thought they were very close to each other. Yeah. Well, no, you said that this the San Fran was a super team, basically. At the time, they looked definitively better than the Eagles. You cannot argue that that was a fact. you got to look at the underlying things here. Brock Purdy's not that good. And the so. quarterback is so important in the National Football League, you know? Well, it's not just the National Football League where that's the case, but... I'm just specifying. You know. Quarterback's not important <laughs> that, that, in the MLB. That, that's, you a, know? that's a sport generality for football. <laughs> so. Quarterback's not important you, you in the us, NHL. You usually don't win without a good quarterback. Exactly. But so. and that's what Brock Purdy is. He's not a good quarterback. I don't know. Anyway, we gotta step aside for first break of hour number two. When we come back, we will fly through our picks this yeah. week.
1: Lightning um, round. Like
0: not even gonna We've broken we're gonna these go teams go five down. minutes. We're gonna go five minutes rapid picks. Absolutely. Uh when we come back. Um, and then move on. College football preview for the weekend. Some exciting games on tap there. We got some NHL to break down, uh, including the Flyers. Oh, stop being it. Being comical. Go away. So how about that? They're not that? a good team. Um, and then if time permits, I'll round it out with a very, very brief talk about college basketball. Um, and and I would love to get more on that as the season goes on. Very early stages. Just a couple notes I want to talk about there. So plenty more to talk about in heavy hitters. When we come back, don't go anywhere. Here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, or Kutztown. Hour number two of heavy hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K.O.R. Kutztown. Jack, I'm Mitchell Smedley. As always. And you. You, the lovely listener. Yeah. Hey, that's my catchphrase. Love it. It's catching on. I don't know if that's just a you catchphrase. No, I I, I I always say that. Got one thing to say. I call uh, on my show, I call my fans my lovely listeners. Oh, okay. That started, uh, actually, Jack, Redneck Rush Hour. Whoop. uh, Famous plug? No. Shameless plug. Just celebrated its two-year anniversary. Celebrate good times. Come on. November 5th, 2021. Woo! Um, yeah, so we just celebrated that. And, uh, yeah, my first show, I believe, I called people. The lovely listener out there. And uh, and you, lovely listener from your couch, cart, wherever you may be listening from. Call in. 610-683-4058. We're going to breeze Boom. through these picks. We're going to Drew breeze through these here. what 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 are you doing don't quite know what that is (laughs) wait let me see okay (laughs) we have a radio show buddy oh oh it's something you're kicking i thought you were like messing with your hand i don't know (laughs) i can't see i can't see your arms because my laptop's blocking think my hand would go like no like i didn't know if there was something you were grabbing and like jingling around (laughs) anyways Anyway, um, we're moving on. Thursday Night Football, Panthers-Bears in Chicago. I'm going to agree with John from York. Give me Tyson, Bajin, and the Bears. That feels weird to say. Yeah, give me the Panthers, man. It doesn't feel weird to say because he's on the Chicago Bears. It's like I still think of Bajin as Shepard, and he's the Rams, and he always used to go up against us as the Golden Bears. I know. Dude, that's so odd. But speaking of Shepard, Golden Bears are in a position they haven't been in Since, uh... 2021. 2021. So... When they eventually (laughs) lost to Shepard. Not that long. Yeah, I know. But, uh... The Golden Bears will be taking on Slippery Rock this Saturday noon. Andre Reen Stadium. Reen? Andre Reed Stadium. Show out. Support your Golden Bears. PSAC Championship. Big time for, uh... Athletics, by the way. Women's soccer Congratulations to them. They got a quarterfinal win on Monday night against Bloomsburg. A team that's kind of had their number over the past couple years. Um... You know, exercise their demons in a way. There, they're on to the semifinals. That's Friday night, uh, six p.m. here um, at Keystone, Keystone Field. Feet, Make sure yeah. to show out, support your Golden Bears. Um, and if they were to win the semifinals against Gannon, they'd be going to the PSAC finals, uh, looking for their first ever PSAC tournament crown. Um, and also the uh, field hockey cross, or is it field hockey? Is it, yeah, that's what I meant. To say. Um, I they are said, in the NCAA tournament um, as they are the three seed. They host yep. paced. Pace University, Saturday night, right after uh, the football game. That's a 6, 6 PM, p.m. start at Andre Reed Stadium. So much going on with Golden it's Bear Athletics. Uh, Make decent. sure to show out and support. It's the first um, field hockey uh, NCAA tournament game in the program's history. Yes. So very exciting time. What a time to be alive! So, yep. Congratulations to them, uh, to all the sports teams here at Kutztown for their recent achievements. Are you uh, on any of the other broadcasts besides football? Job not finished. Um,. Problem is I'm I'm, I'm a little uh, jam packed Friday night. Fortunately I'm not able to make gotcha. that work. But I would do the Sunday championship game. Regardless. Oh okay, sweet. So for for women's soccer, absolutely. Whether they're in or not. Yes. Oh cool. Since we're hosting. Gotcha. Sweet. What about the uh, field hockey? Um no, unfortunately. Okay. So oh, I would, well, I would love to do them. Just problem is uh, some some other scheduling conflicts that I have. Gotcha. Um, being other work, but being busy being a teenager and all Oh, oh my god stop. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. now that we've gotten that off for chess. I got the Panthers, he's got the Bears. Oh, you went Carolina? Yeah, I went Carolina. I did didn't... you not hear that? No. Well, open your ears, Bucko. So did you hear uh, Chuba Hubbard is now the starting running back permanently over Miles Sanders? As he should be. He's in yeah. that role right? exactly. I'm Oklahoma Miles still Sanders is Chuba not Hubbard. good and I'm going to bury my Miles Sanders jersey. All right. Um let's go. Let's go. Packers and Steelers, um, I don't think this one's going to take too primarily wrong, uh, long. Steelers. Um, we're both going it. Yeah, we're rapid-firing these. Sorry, I'm tapping them out on my phone. In my You're notes. good. So um, let's keep it going. Let's go to the Frankfurt game. Colts-Pats, 9.30 a.m. I probably should have sandwiched that one before. Jack hates the Frankfurt games. He hates the, um, well, the international games as a whole. Why uh, is that? I'm sorry. Why was, was Dolphins-Chiefs one of the most important games of the season in Germany? I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't, doesn't you complain when it's the the that should Colts, not be Patriots. starting that should not be starting at nine thirty a.m. on a Sunday? There should be a Sunday night football game. Stop. Rest my case. Unbelievable. You you complain when it's a good game. You complain when it's a bad game, like this week. You can't win with Jack Heim, folks. Can't win with him. He's <laughs> <That's> never happy. <laughs> that sounds like a political ad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't vote for. He Jack He complains you when can't. it's good teams. He complains when it's bad teams. Jack yeah. Heim can't be satisfied. You can't and with win. him in office. Neither will you be. <laughs> Don't vote Jack. <laughs> Don't bring the kids. Don't vote for Jack. You'll never be happy. <laughs> Whenever there's an international game in the NFL, Jack's angry. No, <laughs> I, I will say this week was a lot better than weeks past. What do you mean? Hundred percent. I think in terms itself? of good game quality. Yeah. Yes. It was a good game. So a and lot the, of good games across the league. The Germans got to see it. So no, well, not not just the Dolphins Chiefs game. I think a lot of good games across the league. I think I think oh. Texans Bucks was a good game. I think I think Week Nine was by far the best week of the regular season we've seen. It's a good week, right? N- uh, bar none, not even close. Eagles you know, Cowboys know the was good. So all right, Colts Patriots. Uh, I'm going with Indianapolis. Uh, yeah, same. Um, by the way, just jumping back to your point, uh, and we just picked the Steelers. I was going to try and tie this all up in a bow. Even the Steelers game against the Titans. It was a really entertaining game. Me and uh, some of my uh, some of my friends, we were gathered around the TV. That was a good football game if you didn't care about the, the teams playing. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed it. Sorry for, 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 sorry for being happy. I apologize. Cardinal sin on this show, apparently. All right, Texans, Bengals, uh, I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going Cincinnati as well. I, don't, I, I think Strout has a letdown performance after everyone's got his, his name all hyped up and everything. I think the Bengals win. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm having to go back and forth with all these lists here. You're okay. Browns, Ravens, we're going with Baltimore. We're going with the best team in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. I hate that. Stop. Don't fight it. I hate that. Stop resisting. Steal- the Steelers in me just makes me want to just like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Cringe. All right. Uh, 49ers, ra- uh even what am i saying jaguars in jacksonville i thought it was in san fran i was Ooh. mistaken doesn't matter i'm going with san fran i so badly want to pick the jags but i'm not going to niners getting pieces back give me the 49ers over the jacksonville jaguars but okay. it's close i think it's four points saints vikings this is an oddly interesting game to It me. is. Yeah, right? Two, like, so evenly mediocre teams. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know why. I, I think the Vikings continue their march forward. It's a, They'll be on a five-game win streak if they win this game, Jack. Five games in a row doesn't just happen in the NFL, you know? It does. No, it doesn't. Are you crazy? With their schedule? Stop. Uh, I'll go Vikings. I'll buy in. And then I'll have my heart crushed, like a soda can, as they say up there. Ew, a can of pop. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. A can of pop. We're waiting for your pick. Um. Uh, oh, give me New Orleans. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be sorry. All right. Um. Next one, Titans Bucks. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I am also going with Tampa. <laughs> Um, all right. I think that should cover most of the 1 o'clock games at see. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, 4 o'clock. Falcons and Cardinals. Um... The Cardinals are an atrocity. By the way, I was a little nervous that they beat the Cowboys if they would get more than two wins. I might be right with Dude, that. Dude, you're so on point with that I, two I, wins. I, I might be there. That I is think, odd. I think they might only get one more. I think I would I might I think I might be right on the money with that. I don't know what is with me in Arizona sports. Well, here's the thing. The Arizona sports, like you have a take on them and they meet it, and then they exceed it. So what might happen is they might never win a game again this season. <laughs> yeah. And next true. season. They might go one and Thirty-three combined over two years. Just you know, because the you said that the uh, the Diamondbacks would fight for a playoff. Spot. They did, and then they got it, and then they won, and they won, and they won, and then they lost in the World Series. So the, Arizona just tries to make Jack look like a genius all the time. So and I respect that. One win, Arizona Cardinals. That's so funny. <laughs> Jack says, "I respect that. I respect them. <laughs> I, I they have a soft spot in, in my heart for making me look. They're so They're committed smart. to the bit, dude. They are committed to the bit." um I, how I do you feel about the coyotes them? um ooh. let's see here give me a like a give me a spicy take for the coyotes they'll finish with 78 points okay actually i don't know i honestly i kind of just threw out a number I, do, I don't care so let me let me see what they're at now uh what's their record actually oh yeah they're in the central now six five and one oh above five well 500. they'll finish with 37 wins 37 times two is 74. do you think they can get three more ot losses make that 78 come true Yeah yeah cool 37 whatever 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 the math equates to there 37 uh what are there 82 games in a season uh yeah so 37 42 and three. yeah I could see that nice. All right. We got a hot take for an Arizona team. Lock it in. Uh, moving on. So, All right, Lions, Chargers. Um, I'm going with Detroit. I am also going with Detroit. I think David Montgomery, the backfield duo here, is awesome, especially with Jameer Gibbs' game last time out on Week 8. I really love the way this Lions team is coming together. Me too. Um, give me Detroit to beat the Chargers. By the way, shout-out Craig Reynolds was at the game in Westchester yes. this weekend. Always good to see a alum. Yep. Coming back to see the program. Uh, Alrighty here. I'm just trying to make sure I get all these games down. And in somewhat of the right order. So apologies for the delay. Alright, Commander Seahawks. Oh, man. Seahawks for me. I'll make it quick. Dude, Commander sold their pieces. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Sam, Sam Howell's isn't close. second in passing this yards. This game isn't going to be close. Sam Howell's second in passing yards. Who's first, by the way? Oh... Uh, Tua? Yeah. Nice. So I think so anyway. Yeah, I think so. That adds up. I'll go Seahawks. Yeah. I think it's closer than you think though. What's the Seahawks record? Five and three? Are you telling me that they are tied for the division lead? Uh Giants Cowboys, by the way, we're both going. Nice nice skip over that. Yeah. Okay. Um It's not it's not important to me. <laughs> Oh, but it is. <laughs> no, cuz it'll even it itself out. So I think what happens is yeah, as R5 and 3. As right as Jack is about Arizona, flip-flop that for Seattle teams. That's the pattern that's going to develop. They're so bad and the Seattle
1: Seahawks are division champs.
0: Yeah. Um that's not happening. <laughs> oh man. Um Jets Raiders Sunday Ugh. night Sunday night football. Do you think some that Aaron Rodgers will come back this year? Absolutely disgusting primetime games this week, by the way. Yeah. Um Panthers Bears stirs in it what are we doing? Um Sunday night Jets Raiders, what? And Monday night Bills Broncos. So if you want to watch some primetime games this week for the NFL, I would suggest finding something better to do with your time during those hours because watching those games won't be the best use of your time. Just just saying. Your spending night your Sunday night could be better spent doing something else. So, do we think Aaron Rodgers is coming back this year? Oh, yeah. Like, really, though? Yes. Torn Achilles? Yep. That's week, crazy. Week 16. That's crazy to me. I'm going the Raiders, by the way. I'm going to the Jets. And I don't like doing that. You know I don't like that. You really you really are buying into this uh, Zach Wilson offense? No, but I, I'm buying out of the Raiders, you know? All right. Uh, Monday night. We'll save for the Monday show. Yeah. So um, we're done here with the NFL picks. Uh, we, I think we went through them in a pretty timely fashion. I think we're so. going to step aside one final time, wrap it up with a conglomerate talk quickly of college football, NHL um, and college basketball. If I get there in time. So uh, I should say we get there. I don't know why I said I, but um, if, if we get there in time, so plenty more to talk about in heavy hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University K or Kutztown.
3: Hey, yo, welcome
0: back. It's Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Kitsan University, KUR. Um, sorry, Jack. I'm, I don't think that was up to your standards. I was fixing the microphone here. It was loose. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I think that's how I'm going to do it every time now. Hey, yo. Hey, friend. <laughs> just so unexpectedly casual. <laughs> I thought that might get you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just not, just not ready for that. Just not hey, ready for that. I'm like, what's up, everybody? Welcome in. Hey, yo. No, hey, oh, hey, it's a family vibe here, you know. Everyone's sitting down for dinner. Uh, well, actually, most of our audience lives on a college campus, so that's actually not true. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's walking down to the dining hall for dinner, listening to Jack and Mitch talk about sports, and uh, sports. Listen to Mitch be right all the time. Oh my goodness! Hey, it's true. It's true. Which way do the living? <laughs> Um. By the way, did I pick the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl at the start of last year? Uh, I don't know. I think I did. And that's kind of cool. So I think all except for the last MLB season, I've at least gotten one team right in every championship we've been here for. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you some games to watch for the weekend college football Saturday slate of games. Of course, the one that a lot of people in this area are going to have their eyes on, Penn State hosting Michigan. That's a big noon kickoff it's going to be Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt on the call, I'm oh, wow. assuming. So you can hear some, oh, wow, no Maserati Marv's this time, <laughs> Thank though. Thank God. Um, oh, man, it's over. Yeah, no Maserati Marv's <laughs> this time. so irritating. Um, so whatever Gus Johnson, whatever, uh, is moniker the right term? Yeah, I think moniker, yeah. I don't know. I've heard that before. Whatever nomenclature he develops. Yeah, whatever uh, Whatever route he decides to go on, whatever player he decides to get hyper-fixated on. <laughs> he, just, he just develops like one crush throughout a game. Yep. And it's never for the team I'm rooting for. So. Chuck Sizzle, Maserati, Marv. It's like, okay, buddy. That's enough. Get out. Um, I love Gus Johnson, though. Yeah, great announcer. All right, we got Michigan, Penn State at Beaver Stadium. Big chance for Penn State to take down the Wolverines. And you know what? I'm going to be bold. Penn State's going to win this football. Wow. Game. Do you know how many times this week, by the way, I've rewatched the Mo Bamba timeout? So, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> oh, crazy. Was that not one of the best things you've this ever so seen? So electric, dude. Like I said, the atmosphere in college, much better than the NFL, and that's a prime example. That was so cool. So, incredible. Um. By the way, Da-da-da-da-da. We can't say that part. No, we can't say like any. I was going to say the first line, but I can't even say that. Nope, you can't. You can't. I can say I got, cause <laughs> I, I got, got. <laughs> cause I got. That's it. And I then just cut off one solid cutout. Yep. Yeah. Alright, Michigan-Penn State, that's a noon. Alabama goes to Lexington, Kentucky to take on the Wildcats I think the Tide are going to be able to win that easily um, I think the Tide are going to win out They're going to the SEC title game I got them beating Georgia right now That's all I'm saying Bowl take of the year You can um, you can call and dispute that 610 If you so, elect to choose as that is your right Georgia's You're not losing down For now. this show um, I don't know I don't Alabama know. loses Georgia, Georgia's a really good team but they're not the elite team they've been. I think they're beatable, and I think Alabama might have the goods it takes to get it done. All I'm saying, that is all I'm going to say. Georgia's going to get a good test this week. They got Ole Miss coming to town. Um, that's going to be a fun one. Kansas, they look to continue. How about Lance Leopold and the Jayhawks? Job they've done. 7-2, they get the Red Raiders coming in. Man, uh, we don't need to talk about that take. I was so high on Texas Tech this year. has not come to fruition. My nine 9-0. Florida State, they host Miami. Rivalry week, hate, uh, Miami hate week. Uh, you down um, you don't know it, by the way. Uh, Mario Cristobal and the Kings are going to Tallahassee. No, it's like, uh, you know, the, uh, they go, you know it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You don't know it. Why'd you say you down? It, oh my goodness, I bumped the pop filter there. Um, like, you hold the U up. Like, you know, like, you stick your, uh. You? No, 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 no. You, like, connect your thumbs together. And then hold, like, the rest of your fingers straight up. But, That's... like, connect your fingers. Oh. Like this? No, 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 no. Like stick them straight up, but like all like, oh yes, like that. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. And then just flip it down. Ow! Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what I did. That's awesome. So yeah, <laughs> instead of like so, with Oklahoma, and Texas, they do horns down. Like horns so, you take down. your you take your. Um, Index finger and your pinky finger. Oh, stick them up straight in the air. I can't. I don't bend that way. So yeah, I love. I'm explaining <laughs> all these to you on yeah, live. Yeah, this is making great radio. <laughs> no, and then you just flip them down. Follow along at home, everybody. Look, those are rivalry traditions, man. The yeah. fan bases do it. They have fun with it. These teams don't like each other, as they shouldn't. Yeah, I hate Miami. I hate Miami. They're top three least favorite. I hate team your Miami too. All of all the teams in sports. That I follow, like, you know, Florida State, the list goes on and on Miami, top three, least favorite. I do not like them one bit. I cannot wait for this game. I want to see us shellack them. I want it to be a rout. And Miami's
1: pulled off the upset.
0: I might cry if that happens. <laughs> Dude, Literally. I love rivalry weeks. I had uh, Eagles-Cowboys last week. You got Miami, FSU this week. You got week. Penn State-Michigan. I yeah, don't like Penn Michigan State. at like, all. I think Penn State's, like, done, but whatever. That um, is what it is. Michigan, it all comes down to this game. Michigan obviously. all up in the cheating scandal. Oh, um, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Looking like my exes. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's keep running down the list of your games to watch. Uh, so we, we have some more stuff to talk about. How about Arizona? I feel like they are not being talked about enough. Six and three. What a job that they have done. This uh, is some your, big uh, wins. Your strength here, Arizona. Home against uh, Oregon State, a win, and they got a win over UCLA last week. They go to Colorado, and they're now ranked in all the polls. A chance for Arizona. Uh, with a couple of wins to be an 8- or 9-win team this year. How about that? Awesome. Good for the Wildcats. Yeah. Um, James Madison, they're in everything school right now. They just beat Michigan State in basketball at opening night, and they're 9-0 and in football. So if you're a fan of the Dukes and are somehow listening to the show, good for you, good times for you. James Madison, rolling in football and in college hoops. Favorites in the Sun Belt in men's basketball, and they are incredible in football as well. Uh, well, let's keep running down the list here. K State tough loss against Texas last week. They get Baylor. Utah goes to Washington, the Huskies. Big time win over USC a week ago. Uh, I think there's a legitimate chance that they get by Utah. That they will run the table undefeated the rest of the way. They go to Oregon State. That should be a fun one. A tough challenge. They haven't been the greatest on the road, uh, but you know what? More and more week in week out, I thought they have enough. W- enough. Uh, to to get through and, and get the wins um, against the you know tougher teams in their schedule. Just gotta, uh, this is completely off topic. I apologize. Yeah. I'll just no, lead good. you into the notebook with this. Yeah, just got a headline from Fox Sports saying that Jalen Hurts has been playing hurt for a month. Well, that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, he looks like it. So <laughs> he looks like he's been playing hurt the whole year. But that's odd uh, that he's 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 developing uh, injury problems. He was hurt last season hurt the year before Jalen a lot hurts. of people getting hurt living up to the name yeah it, it's so bad in sports like we have the best especially football medical minds on this and it's like every player deals with injuries I get it's a physical game it's not nearly as physical as it used to be. Those guys played Not just close fine. close to how physical it used to be. I don't understand it. Anyway, um, from the KU or community calendar, Hey Golden Bears, the KU Residence Life Housing and Dining Services Office is proud to once again partner with Noresco to present the annual Trashy on Fashion Show. Support your residence halls by attending hall council meetings on Monday nights to be part of one of Residence Life's most engaging traditions, supporting sustainable initiatives and eco-friendly practices. Then come out on, Then, pardon me, come out to South Dining Hall on Friday, November 17th at 7 p.m. to support your peers as they take to the catwalk while wearing garments made entirely from recyclable materials. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University. K, you are read a little bit too fast for my own good there on that notebook. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, we got it out and we got it out. Mostly cleanly. Anyway, digressing back to college football. Tennessee and Mizzou, a nice fun SEC East division showdown. How about the Tigers this year? Seven to two. They gave Georgia a tough test down in Athens. Um, I love that offense. Brady Cook, Luther Burden. I think Eli Drinkwitz has got something cooking uh down in the zoo. How about them? I think they got a real chance to finish um if they win this game, they get Florida and Arkansas the rest of the way. Very winnable contest. I think they could be a ten win team. I like it. I, I think you're you're spot on with
1: that. I always okay. got to
0: bring the vibe down that's no, okay it's all good. Nah, it's all good. rapid uh, fire keep going rapid I mentioned fly. Ole Miss Georgia that's in Athens I like the dogs to get the win in that one Ole Miss is good I think they're just not good enough to beat Georgia um, that's just my take on that Oklahoma looks to bounce back after a couple tough losses to Kansas and Oklahoma State final battle of Bedlam as those two teams will no longer be in the Big 12 together starting of next year Oklahoma going to the SEC um, they get West Virginia at home Sooners looking to bounce back Ohio State hosts a rugged Michigan State team should be a mop up there um and then the nightcap USC goes to Oregon that should be an interesting matchup we'll see if the Trojans can respond they fired their defense coordinator Alex Grinch he is out of here um finally long overdue with how bad that defense was playing um and then Duke UNC a fun little ACC rivalry uh, is one of the night games as well and another jam packed week of college football all right NHL talk um the Flyers let's lost. start it off let's start it off with a fun little stat here let's <laughs> okay. start it off with a fun. Fun little stat. The Philadelphia Flyers Yay. are the only team in NHL history to lose twice to teams that were winless 10-plus games into the season. Last night against the Sharks, who were 0-10-1, uh, and then in the 27-18 season, they lost to the 0-10-1 Coyotes. Oof. So how about that? That's the only time. That doesn't feel real. Well, it's a stat. That's crazy. Well, they lost to the Sharks last night, 2-1. to one. Um. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> This team's not good. They had a hot start. Uh, Some guys playing uh, up to and over some of their potential. This team's not going to be good for a couple years. But you know what I like about the Flyers? And I had a long conversation about this uh, on Friday. I love that this front office, like, you can see the plan, right? You see the plan, and it all looks like it's going to coalesce around that 2026 time period, right? 26, 27 year. Yeah. Three years out. You know, we always say the Flyers are three years away from being three years away, but this feels like the end of the of the rebuild. It, feel, it feels like we're bringing in all the young talent. It's not like a oh, they made a bunch of big signings and cost them a bunch of money that'll be out of here in a couple of years. No, these are guys that can come up through the system, be here for a long time. Very excited watch to to watch them grow, watch them develop. So I don't know. I I, I am so you know I'm not watching to see the Flyers win. When I'm watching games so far this season, I'm watching to see the development, and I'm watching to see that the skill, uh, the skill sets improve and, and coalesce, so to speak. So, anyways, um, yeah, I think I think that's a good, good uh, ideology, good approach there. Um, let's just take the a Sharks. quick wrap. It sucks. Though. The uh, yeah, the San Jose's by far the worst team in the league. Not even close. Rangers off to a good start, nine two and one. Unfortunately, Adam Fox on IR, um, so that is unfortunate news for them. They are. Uh, very, very sound team. They lost to the Red Wings. Or they beat the Red Wings last night, pardon me. Carolina um, got a win in overtime at home against the Sabres yesterday. They some big did. time saves from Anti Ronta in that contest. Um New Jersey. Scored by Natchez. Yeah. The Metro continues minor. to be a stacked division. Islanders, oh, so infuriating. Lost to the wild four two yesterday. Some unfortunate goals off some misplays. Varlamov couldn't catch a shot from Gabrizov and Engvall turned it over to Pat Maroon, led right to Joel Erickson. Eck goal four two. Islanders, good team, I think. Just so flawed and so ugh, timely mistakes, man. This team is just so infuriating. They'll hang around the playoff race. I don't, I don't know. I don't love them, though. I don't love parts of this team. And I think they could be very, very exposed uh, at times, especially defensively. Offensive depth I don't love either, um, but they always find a way to piece it together and stay competitive to the wildcard spots. So that's the range they'll be in again this year. Um, Penguins don't look good. I think the two PA teams this year are in for uh, lackluster lackluster seasons. Um, Columbus and Washington, mediocre. Um, Yeah, Atlantic, man. The Atlantic Division games are going to be so fun this year. All of them look like they're going to be high-scoring. It's going to be like 5-4, 6-5 every time. I mean, these teams, just have such dynamic offenses. When they meet up against each other, they say, we're throwing defense out the window, and we're just going to engage in a high-scoring slugfest. So, that's what we've seen at least early on. We'll see if that changes. Um, but Boston continues to be dominant, 10-1-1. Um, and then not a lot of separation really from two down to seven. They're all within four points of each other. I expect that to stay the same, you know, all throughout the course of the year. They're gonna beat up each other on in division play. That's you know how things are gonna shake out, of course, the way the schedule's made up. But Atlantic's gonna be such a fun division to watch all year. Um Colorado and Dallas take the cake in the central, and they're really just leading the way there. Um West is really underperforming. How about the Canucks, though, man? Gotta talk about Vancouver. Thatcher Demko's playing out of his mind to start the year. Elias Pettersson um, is a stud, along with Quinn Hughes. Brock Besser, uh, one of the top goal scorers. Rick Tockett coming back to this Canucks group is the best thing that could have happened to this team. They're playing very, very well right now off the start of the year. Only 12 games, but already 9-2-1. One One heck of a start. I think it took them 20, well over 20 games to get 9 wins last year. Yeah, it's impressive growth So year to year. Nice. I guess there. I know. Unfortunately, I'm brief with the NHL. We'll dabble more into it on Monday. Absolutely. Uh, but since you missed the Monday show, we had a lot to recap um, elsewhere. Um, and we we'll have another be... busy show next week because we will only have one. Yeah. Unfortunately, Wednesday um, we're having the uh, the basketball game. Shout out my sister Georgian yeah. Court coming up here on Wednesday. So six o'clock women's basketball. Uh, that'll be her first uh, non tournament. Uh, collegiate basketball game. Yeah, so don't know how much playing time, but doesn't matter. She's on the team and super excited for her. All right, rapid-fire college hoops from the first two nights. Uh, yesterday, Auburn and Baylor played each other. Fantastic game that That was on ESPN. couple of high-dynamic freshmen, you know, high-flying dynamic freshmen for both of these teams. You had uh, Aiden Holloway for uh, Auburn. Seven or 19 points in this game. Dynamic shooting. Pulled it from freaking the parking lot. Unreal. Um, but... And then we have on the other side, we have, whoa, who is it? What? Jacoby Walter, that's it. I always want to say Watkins. Uh, he put up 20 as well. Impressive performance out of him as the freshman for Baylor, 88-82. Baylor won that game. Uh, that was the highlight of last night. St. John's, Rick Patino debuted as well. Um, some impressive storylines early across the college landscape. We'll keep you updated as the year goes on. Very, very early stages, just the first two nights of college hoops. Uh, but that'll do it for today's show. So much to talk about. We got pretty much through all of it. Um, some in depth, some in not. But we'll be back here on Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week rest of your week. A lot of sports going on. Um, enjoy your weekend. Support Golden Bear Athletics. I'll be right back here Monday evening. Heavy hitters on K U R. Enjoy the rest of your enjoy the rest of your week. Wow.